Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you. I am live at the Circa Resort and Casino in fabulous downtown Las Vegas. James Salinas is in colorful Colorado, and, of course, DraftKings is available in Colorado. And we're joined now by our friend Matt Meiselman. He's a content specialist at DraftKings, and you can follow him on Twitter at PreachingSense. Matt, thank you so much for joining us today. Yep, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, it is NFL season, of course. It kicked off on Thursday with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beating the Dallas Cowboys. And, of course, we have week one on tap here, the first Sunday of NFL 2021. And it's also NFL contest season. James and I are very excited about that. All kinds of contests here in Las Vegas and across the country with DraftKings. I guess you've got uh, a couple of major contests, very similar to the contests we have here in Las Vegas. You've got the DraftKings Pick'em Contest. And then you've also got the DraftKings Survivor Contest. Tell us a little bit about those contests and how much participation did you get, Matt? Yeah, so these are some big, big contests, the Survivor and the Pick'em. The Pick'em Contest is a $1,500 entry. Survivor's $333. And right now we're up to 15 to 1,600 entries for the Pick'em. And we're a little over 2,100 for Survivor. So neither of them is quite full yet, actually, but my guess is that we'll see some entries rolling in as we get closer to kickoff tomorrow. Um, the amount more that it gets to, I'm, I, I can't really say for sure, but uh, they've been filling up closer to the start of football. I think it took a while for people to really get in the spirit of NFL season starting. So both of those should be pretty exciting contests. And um, I guess we'll find out who people are going with for both of them when once the one o'clock games hit because I think that's one thing that's a little bit different about the DraftKings pools is that you can pick right up until one o'clock when the Sunday games start. Matt, so I want to talk to you a little bit about the structure of that and thinking about, you said it's still open, so I'm assuming folks can still register depending on what state. Can you mention the states that your contest is available in and then when does the registration actually close? So I I'm almost positive that it's right up until kickoff. It might be a few minutes prior, I guess, to be safe, right? Like if you're listening and you haven't signed up yet, don't wait until 1258 to do it. But uh, it's Colorado, Tennessee, Virginia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, New Jersey, West Virginia. There may be one or two more now, um, but to the best of my knowledge, those are the states that we have. So uh, anyone out there from those states, um, 
still still some time. Matt, can you talk about the payout in these contests, both the Survivor and the DraftKings Pick'em? Yeah, so the Pick'em contest actually has a flatter payout structure than I think most people would probably expect. It's a million dollars to first, but second place still gets 500000 third gets 400000 um, which is actually a little flatter than even most of our DFS contests. So it's not like you need to win first to make money there. Um, the Survivor contest, though, it's a million to first, winner take all. And presumably there could be multiple people that make it through all 17 weeks. Uh, there could be multiple people that end up being the last to get knocked out earlier than that. Um, but if one person does make it to the end, it's just a million to first, and that's all the all the money is going right there. So um, they kind of are opposite ends of the spectrum, where one is winner take all, and the other one, uh, there's a lot of money to be had, even if you don't end up at the very top of the leaderboard. Matt, thinking about the deadline to submit your picks, thinking about Thursday night games. Now, Brady and I have been playing contests for quite a while, and for us there in Las Vegas, if we want to play a Thursday game, we have to submit all five plays for including that Thursday. All five plays have to go in on that day. For you guys, it's a little different, correct? Where if you want to play the Thursday game, you can, but you don't have to put all five plays in on that at that time. Yeah, that's true. So I've listened to both of you talk about this, and it's a really interesting wrinkle. I, I wasn't aware that so many of the pools actually do that, where you're locked in on Thursday for all of your selections. Um, if you want to use a Thursday game. So that is an interesting strategic element. It also obviously is kind of a hassle if you want to use one of those teams, but you're also waiting on some injury news that's going to happen between Friday and Sunday. So I think it is better for the player to have more time to make your decisions. Um, it takes away a little bit of that one part of strategy that you have otherwise, but um, having that flexibility, I think everyone is mostly in favor of that. Matt Meiselman is our guest. He is a content provider for DraftKings, and you can follow him on Twitter at Preaching Sense. And, Matt, I want to get over to the action at the counter there at the DraftKings Sportsbook, get away from the contest for just a minute, and you can give us some insight on the ticket count versus the handle and that type of thing. I'm looking here at the number in the San Francisco 49ers visiting the Detroit Lions game, and it's up to 9.5 at DraftKings. This was at 7.5 for really the the entire summer and uh, throughout this week and just here in the last 48 hours or so we've seen a lot of action come in on the San Francisco 49ers what does that one look like there as far as the handle and the ticket count yeah it, it, this, this is the game right so there isn't really a game on the week one schedule where the tickets and the handle are opposite of each other it's kind of like where the tickets are the money is also there so there's no real divide in any of the games um, this is a very heavily bet game, though, and just about all of it is on the San Francisco side. I'm sure it's like this at just about any sports book in the world, honestly. So it just seems like the sentiment is that the Lions won't be very good this year. The Niners should be. And even though the game's in Detroit, there's just a lot of betting coming in. I, I don't think DraftKings is special that we're getting a lot of San Francisco action. I think that's probably happening at every single place. Um, but it'll be interesting to see like how that translates to Survivor. Do the Niners end up far and away the most picked team for survivor pools uh, because they're not necessarily a team you'd need to save. And then for pick them too, you'd imagine that because everyone's betting the spread for San Francisco, they probably become a popular pick in the pick them contest. Also, um, I am interested to see though, because a lot of sharper players are in this pick them contest, do they take the points with Detroit and how does that differ um, from what the general public is doing? So I'm, I'm kind of anxious to see at 1 o'clock, do a lot of these sharper players in the pick'em pool have the Lions? Matt, thinking about DraftKings and being an operator in so many states now that it's become legalized across the country, do you tend to see, I guess that's kind of interesting to think about, all right, well, if you're in Pennsylvania, do you tend to see a lot of money coming in on the home team like the Philadelphia Eagles versus other states? And do you have to adjust lines accordingly by state by state based on the action that's coming in in that particular, uh, in that particular state? I, I think to, to that last part, not necessarily – um, and it does seem like you kind of get both sides of it where let's take New Jersey, for example, um, you get a lot of local fans betting on the Giants. And then you have a lot of people who maybe are Jets fans and they bet against the Giants uh, because you have the two rival teams in Pennsylvania. Maybe that's true for the Steelers and Eagles, too. So it really seems to be like the only state I've noticed in particular that really backs their home team to a large extent, uh, more than you might expect, is in Colorado, where they just 
they are always betting the Broncos much more than people in New Jersey bet the Giants or Jets or um, much more than people in Pennsylvania bet the Steelers or Eagles, at least in terms of percentage, like the ratio of bets. So it doesn't tend to like there's enough people in these places that I think it kind of levels out across the board. So I, I don't think that we have to fine tune it so much based on where the action comes in state by state, with one exception, maybe being in Colorado. Matt, what about uh, the games for Sunday? Are you seeing any particular game that you are seeing a lot of sharp action being taken on a particular side or total? It's hard to know, right? Like, we've had a couple games here where the lines have moved dramatically, and I don't know whether to call it sharp action or not. Maybe you guys can weigh in on that. Like, with the Packers and Saints, right, so the information has just changed to such a large degree. The game's been moved. Aaron Rodgers was potentially not going to play, and now he's not retiring. So that happened a while back, but the line was already out when that started to happen. Michael Thomas, obviously, is not going to play, and he was potentially going to be in when this line first came out. So the Saints were originally favored. The line has moved well towards the Packers. So, I mean, it's kind of semantics, right? Like, do we want to call that sharp action or not? It's clear people are betting Green Bay, but... I think it's it's one of those things where the information dictates the line movement a lot of the time, and it's not necessarily just that pro bettors know about this. I think all bettors probably know about this kind of thing. Matt, looking at some of the other games for tomorrow, and I'm looking out here in Colorado and kind of seeing what the consensus numbers are. I see right now with DraftKings, we were talking about this game earlier, Brady and I were with Seattle and the Colts, where that line really flipped from where it was just a, a month or so ago with with the Colts being the favorite, and now it's a three-point favorite for the Seahawks, except the DraftKings right now, I see it at two and a half. When that line has changed, did you guys actually go to three and have to move off the three down to the two and a half? What kind of action are you getting with the Seahawks and the Colts game? Yeah, I think that is what happened. This is a weird one, too, where most of the original line movements seem to be because Carson Wentz suffered a preseason injury, but it looks like he's healthy now, and the line hasn't really corrected back towards the Colts like you might think. So admittedly, I don't really know what's happening here. I think this could be a thing where the average better, the casuals are on Seattle and maybe the sharp betters are on the Colts. But what do you think here? Is is this a sharp action, like a sharp versus squares kind of game? Because I, I, I truly don't know what to make of this one. Yeah, you know, Matt, James and I were kind of asking the same question because just like you said, the line moved when there were a lot of health issues popping up on the Indianapolis side. But then when those were kind of corrected, Carson Wentz, of course, will start. Uh, Quentin Nelson seems to be okay. Uh, the line didn't really change back. But you know what? The Colts have had some other issues since then. Wentz, of course, you know, tested positive for COVID. And you've got T.Y. Hilton out of the game. So I think it's really just a combination of all kinds of things that have gone on for the Indianapolis Colts over the last month or so that still has people siding with Seattle. Yeah, I think that's fair. And it's also true that there's a large percentage of bets on Seattle. So maybe it's a combination of both where uh, there's sentiment towards Seattle and there's also some underlying, maybe under the radar issues with the Colts that it, it, there aren't Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson, but it's some other players. So maybe, maybe that's what we're seeing for this game. All right, great stuff, Mr. Meiselman. We will do it again next weekend and you enjoy the games, my friend. You too, of course. All right, that is Matt Meiselman, a content specialist at DraftKings. We'll come back and get to the game still left on the card for the opening Sunday of NFL 2021. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts.
if you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN is now available 24 7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can also watch us 24 7 on Fubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit vsin.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to vsin. This is the Pro Football Blitz program, part of our new fall lineup. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you, getting you ready for Football Sunday. Week one is the case this time around. Of course, each and every week we'll be back here to go over the previews of every game on the card in the NFL. And James, we have made our way to the New York Giants and the Denver Broncos. This will be a late game. Kind of interesting that uh, you would think normally this would be a 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern start, but it's actually a 125 Pacific, 425 Eastern start. So an afternoon start there in the Meadowlands, and the Giants are a home dog. And uh, your Denver Broncos, we were just talking with Matt Meiselman, uh, getting a lot of action, I imagine, there in your home state of Colorado. And they have moved to a bigger favorite than they were just a few weeks ago. They opened up over the summer as one-and-a-half-point favorites, and all the way up to three now, and uh, even some spots with a little bit of juice on the Denver Broncos, other spots with some juice towards the New York Giants as that three-point home dog. This one's kind of all over the place here. I see some two-and-a-halves in favor of the Broncos. I see some threes with juice towards the Giants. So I think with the Broncos, they've they when they went in the offseason, they wanted Teddy Bridgewater. They were writing us on the wall for Drew Locke. And I think last year what they saw was they just don't trust. They didn't trust Drew Locke to make good decisions under pressure. And that's really holds on to the football too long, really tries to force the ball. And I think I think the young fellow just came in here and feeling like he had big shoes to fill here when you're coming to coming to Denver, whether it be John Elway's shoes and or Peyton Manning, who won a Super Bowl here for the Denver Broncos. And two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and then it's been a swing and miss over the last six years for the Broncos since Peyton Manning retired with all the draft picks that they've put in put on for quarterbacks over those five or six seasons. So for Drew Locke, they've moved on in a sense with Treddy Bridgewater, and I think that's really what we're going to see with the Denver Broncos. This is going to be a team that they want to run the football. They want to be – they've got plenty of talent at the wideout position too. It's very young, but I think for Bridgewater, he's got some folks to work with to make plays on third down, and that's really what the Denver Broncos want. They want Teddy Bridgewater really to just not throw the football to the wrong team, Brady. They want to be able to move the sticks, be able to make sure that defensively 
defensively, that's where they're going to win football games. Offensively, we don't need you guys to lose it for us. Our defense can set you up on shorter fields because defensively now, this is what Vic Fangio wanted. He wanted to get his – looks like the Bears here in the in the Mile High City from that secondary from a few years ago. This is a tremendous secondary. It's probably one of the best secondaries in all of football are the Denver Broncos back there, and that's where it's going to come from. They're going to be great on the back end, and it's going to be a struggle for teams to be able to make big plays over the top, and then now – We'll, we'll see what Von Miller has. Von Miller coming back from his Achilles injury last year, missed all the season. This is a contract year for him. I suspect this is probably going to be the last year for Von Miller. Uh, but this defense is built to compete week in and week out. And now with Teddy Bridgewater at the quarterback position, Brady, this is somebody that they just trust is not going to throw the football to the wrong team and lose games for them from that respect. Yeah, and he's done that historically over his career. Been a very good quarterback against the spread as well was very competitive last year as a Carolina Panther against a number of really good teams, including the Chiefs and the Packers. So I think the move was correct in going with Teddy Bridgewater. And, uh, you know, I, I think he can be that quote-unquote game manager. And like you alluded to, James, let the defense do the rest. You're right about this secondary. Boy, are they good. And with that secondary being so tough, it might make that pass rush even more deadly because if the – uh, secondary is covering the wide receivers that uh, front four for Denver is likely going to have more time to get to that opposing quarterback and this week of course that'll be Daniel Jones who's had a lot of trouble uh, trouble hanging on to the ball he's been known to fumble a lot he's thrown a lot of interceptions now the New York Giants have done a lot in the offseason and they certainly gave him some good weapons at wide receiver uh, the defense, I think, is going to be good on this side of the ball as well. Maybe you look at playing under the total here, James. Uh, the total in this game between the Giants and the Denver Broncos was at 42.5, and, and it has ticked down. Now I'm seeing 41.5 as your consensus number. Uh, but I expect that this Giants defense is going to be good. I think their offense is going to have some firepower. But the question is on the offensive line. And if that offensive line can't handle that Denver pass rush, the New York Giants are going to have trouble on Sunday. I think this is one of the worst offensive lines in all of football are the New York Giants front five. And yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a matchup nightmare for the Giants going against this defense because not only from the secondary, built it. He that's where Fangio likes. He likes to build from the back and move forward here. And but you've got Chubb Miller coming back. We'll see what he has left, like we said. But with Chubb up there, and as well as Shelby Harris, I think Shelby Harris, the his ability to to take on play in that a gap and be able to get pressure in there consistently. I think that's going to open up some edge rush as well. And Harris is really a beast down there. So the. the Big check-the-box here advantage offensive line versus defensive line for Denver. Make mine the defensive side for the Broncos, and I agree. I think at least from the Giants' perspective, I think points are going to be at a premium for this team for most of the season. Daniel Jones, this is make-or-break year for Daniel Jones. Are you the franchise quarterback that we drafted you to be? 2021 is going to determine that and knowing that the running game when is that going to come around with Saquon Barkley when is he actually going to be healthy really was limited in practice didn't see the field throughout the preseason so I think he'll be out there tomorrow potentially but I think it's really for Sunday it's going to be his workload is going to be rather limited so they're going to have to bring him along slowly it just puts more pressure on Daniel Jones this is another player that yeah put the ball on the ground a lot, throw the ball to the wrong team. I think Denver is going to have a uh, defensively. This is where I'm looking. I was looking to see maybe potentially play the team total. I'm not finding a team total yet, but team total for the Giants rather than the other side. Because I think Denver potentially can put some points on the board. They can be. If I, I know with Teddy Bridgewater, it's not going to be somebody that's slinging the ball deep down the field, but he has playmakers around him that he they can yards after catch, yards after contact here with Sutton coming back healthy now. We've seen Jerry Judy and he, how explosive he is. He's just got to work on catching the football because he can get himself open. And then Noah Fant at the tight end position, another tremendous target, former first round draft pick for the Broncos too. They got a lot of, they have a lot of talent to to catch the football. And then I think running the football, we're going to see Javante Williams. I think Williams is going to be a great fit. The rookie from North Carolina. I think he's going to be a great fit for this game. They're going to have some balance here. I think we're going to potentially as the season progresses, maybe not so much in the week one, but Denver's going to be able to come along offensively and start to put some points on the board and look for a very competitive season out of the Denver Broncos in 2021. In this case here, yeah, I'd be looking at the total playing the under 41, 41 and a half, but more so find a Giants team total because I think they're going to struggle to score tomorrow. 
I actually like the Giants. If you're going to play the side, I think the three, I think it's gotten a little carried away with Denver here. And who knows, it might get to three and a half before kickoff here. And I think that would definitely be a buy sign on the New York Giants. I mean, they're a home dog. Denver's going to the other side of the country here. And, and there's been all this love, it seems like, for the last month on the Denver Broncos. And they're getting talked about a lot, too. You know, that they're they're going to be a sleeper team to win the Super Bowl. And, and I'm one of those guys that does have high hopes for the Broncos this year. I think that defense will carry them a long way. I'm just uh, a little bit uh, uncertain here if this hasn't gotten out of hand with too much love on the Broncos side here. I think if it got to three and a half, that's absolutely a play on the New York Giants. Let's talk about the Sunday night football game, uh, James, and that'll be the Los Angeles Rams hosting the Chicago Bears. Talk about bad offensive line, my friend, right? The Chicago Bears uh, struggled with their offensive line this, po- uh, this preseason. Uh, they've had a little bit of a quarterback controversy. Uh, Andy Dalton has been expected to be the starter all along, and that's what it will be in Los Angeles when they face the Rams. The Rams opened up as seven-and-a-half-point favorites. It's moved to eight, and there's even some shops hanging eight-and-a-half now, James. What are your thoughts on this one down at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles? I think if there's one game where I typically don't lay big numbers in the NFL, Brady, but if I was going to lay big numbers, if there was one game on the board that I'm going to lay big numbers with, it's going to be the Rams at home. I think on both sides of the football at the point of attack, clearly the Rams are the better team. Offensive line, they've got a very solid offensive line. This is not the same defense that we saw from a few years back when Chicago made their playoff run under Vic Fangio as the defensive coordinator. These corners are very inexperienced. I think there's going to be plenty of opportunities for now new quarterback Matthew Stafford going to this Rams team behind a great offensive line and plenty of talent to throw the football to. I think this is a team where this game could get ugly. I just don't know how with Andy Dalton being named the starter He's, he's going to have a rough line behind that offensive line and Aaron Donald wreaking havoc and the talent that is on that Rams defensive side. This could be a really ugly one-way street. So for me, if I'm laying a big number, it's going to be with the Rams. Yeah, I hear you loud and clear. One uh, uh, silver lining, I guess, for the Chicago Bears is Andy Dalton has had very good success with Bill Lazor, who's the offensive coordinator there for Chicago. He's had good success in the past when Laser was with the Cincinnati Bengals. Jalen Ramsey has had good success against Andy Dalton and Matt Nagy. He's faced him twice. Ramsey's teams have won both times, 23-7 and 24-10. Jalen Ramsey, we'll see if he gets his way with Matt Nagy and Andy Dalton coming up on Sunday night. We'll be back to go over maybe some contest strategy before we wrap up the program and also a few of the big games coming up for week one in the NFL. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Football season is here, and starting this weekend, VSIN has added new talent and shows to help you make the most of your fall betting action. The VSIN lineup will expand to 21 hours of live programming every weekday, as well as additional shows on the weekend. We want to give you the latest odds to stay on top of the in-game betting opportunities for every key game across the country. VEASAN has added new personalities to our existing world-class team, including former professional athletes, sports media veterans, and, of course, strategic sports bettors. Visit VEASAN.com to see our new lineup and meet our new talent and make this the best football betting season ever. This, of course, is a new show, a part of that new fall lineup, the Pro Football Blitz. James Salinas and Brady Cannon with you, both former Westgate Super Contest winners. I had to get that in and pat ourselves on the back there a little bit, James. I am live at the Circa Resort, and both of us are participating in the Circa Million. You are participating in the Circa Survivor Contest. And, and let's talk a little bit about contests and and. You know, what is your strategy maybe going in? And, of course, does your strategy change, you know, in the final quarter of the season? Are there some do's and don'ts? I'll I'll start with you, James. Just some initial thoughts on on how you maybe approach it and overall macro picture. And and I'm talking uh, Super Contest Circa Million, not, uh, not yet Survivor. Typically for the first, let's call it the first quarter, the first month of the season through September, 
like to just kind of stick with teams that didn't have a whole lot of turnover in the offseason. And some teams need turnover. Some teams just needed a facelift, needed a new coaching staff, needed to turn over the roster. But those things take time for the new players, new coaches to get acclimated to, to their new digs and get acclimated with each other and for coaches to get to know their talent and know how they perform. And sometimes it takes a while. Not that new coaches can't perform well but usually typically early in the season it's not a team that I'm going to back and sometimes it's a team that I'm going to be looking to go against uh, so I'm really looking to play teams early in the season that didn't have a lot of turnover both roster wise as well as the coaching staff in particular I, I think about the offensive line a lot and, and offensive line to me is where when I start looking at games regardless of what week it is Brady uh, whether I plan in a contest or just betting the games I'm breaking down the offensive line play and especially for teams going on the road so that's the other piece too that I look for is how solid is this team offensive wise especially starting at the line of scrimmage and this is a team is this a team and in particular this offensive line that I can trust going on to the road now we know we're going to have fans back in the stands again Brady and having cohesion up at the front at the at the point of attack and being able to communicate hand signals etc can this team get it done on the road and it starts at the offensive line so so those are some of the things that early in the contest early in the NFL season that I look for yeah, no, I think you bring up a couple of great points there and a couple of points that uh, colleagues of ours have talked about right here at VSIN. You talk about the offensive line play, and our own Michael Lombardi said, you know, bad offensive lines don't travel well. And maybe it wasn't as true, that statement, last year, but you brought it up. There are uh, fans in the stands now. So that offensive line, maybe they aren't very good, but the cohesion, and now you have that noise where they might not be able to hear. So that's a big factor for an offensive line going on the road. And then you talked about uh, teams with little or no turnover as far as personnel and coaching and roster and assistant coaches and that type of thing. And that's something that our colleague uh, Steve Mackinnon, the editor of Point Spread Weekly, points out uh, quite a bit. And he does it like week to week, more so in college, where maybe it even has more of an effect on the kids versus the professionals. Uh, but he'll talk about the stability factor and even ranks teams as far as how much crossover and turnover they have had. And I think you'll find that the more turnover and more change there is, the more susceptible they are to losing. Absolutely, and that's where thinking about thinking about the offensive line. So let's we can talk about Cleveland going into Kansas City. Now we know at Arrowhead, Brady, that is a tough environment to go into. That that those cheese fans are rabid. They they're smart fans. They know when to get loud and when to be quiet. And in this case here, every time Cleveland has the ball, it's going to be a challenge for them to communicate. But to me, Cleveland has one of the best, if not the best. I think it's the best offensive line in football. And that's a team that I can trust to go on the road in a tough environment like Kansas City at Arrowhead to where I know what the identity is of the Cleveland Browns. Yes, they had a lot of turnover on the defensive side, but that's to the better. They needed that. Their defense was awful, especially in the secondary. So they've made a lot of free moves in free agency and through the draft to, to boost up that defensive side. And offensively here, this is a Cleveland team that that I can trust to go on the road when we're talking about the offensive line, be able to communicate, be able to run the football the way that they want to do it and really kind of ball control and keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. So definitely things that I look for, which teams can I trust offensively, offensive line when they go on the road. Cleveland is one of those teams. James, I hope you and I both don't have to face this scenario, but it is certainly possible. What if uh, in week one, or maybe it's maybe it's in week one, you start out and you go two and three, and then in week two you go one and four. What if you have two or three weeks, and maybe you sprinkle in an zero oh and five, which certainly could happen in week one as well? Do you ever shift your strategy specifically for circa? where they have that booby, uh, booby prize option. You can finish last for the entire year. I think you win 100 or 150000 You can also finish last for just a quarter. And you hope that a bad spell like that doesn't last the entire season. But if you do have something turned sideways, do you pivot and change your approach? Brady, we'll just speak hypothetically because that's typically not what happens for me. I do very well in these contests consistently and never have. I, I can't think of a time where I've had two bad weeks in a row. So, But 
thinking about it from that perspective, yeah, the booby prize is always kind of if you're thinking about tanking and you're going to start to tank your season if you have a couple bad weeks. I think early in the season, even if you start off slowly and have don't have the greatest run the first two or three weeks of the season, this is a long contest. And now we've added on an additional week. So that's an additional five games. So that's 90 selections. This is a long season. So if you don't get off to a good start, I don't think it's quite necessary to start to throw in the towel or start to tank for, for the booby prize, although that's pretty lucrative and could be kind of fun. But I, I, I think it's it's different from that scenario depending on when that starts to happen. But I think the the advent of these quarterly prizes and the fact that they're as lucrative as they are now, that wasn't the case when I first started playing. When I won it in 2015, Brady, that was the first year I played the contest there at the Westgate in the Super Contest. And they only had, they had the mini contest, which was at the end of the season. It was only three weeks. It wasn't a very lucrative prize package. And it really wasn't, I, I, it was trying to have incentive for players to still stick around if you had a bad season to not kind of bail and kind of keep the integrity of the competition alive where everybody is still putting their plays in. But thinking about what that quarterly prizes look like now with both the Circa Millions as well as the Westgate, they've adjusted a number of their quarterly prizes. There, To me, it's almost like, yeah, it's a long season, 90 picks to go for the big prize, win that million-dollar check. But the other side is these quarterly prizes, it's almost like we've got we, – every four weeks, you've got a new competition. So I think that's something to also keep in mind. No, it's a great addition to both contests, the weekly or quarterly prizes, rather. It really keeps you involved throughout because you mentioned the mini contest, and that was kind of a saving grace. But now you've got almost a restart every four weeks. So I love the fact that they have added uh, that to both the Super Contest and the Circa Million. The consensus, once again, here for the Circa Millions, James, the picks are due in the Circa Million contest at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. And the five most popular picks this week were the Carolina Panthers. I believe that was the second most popular pick. The uh, Washington football team, the San Francisco 49ers on the road laying seven and a half. The Green Bay Packers, this game, of course, will be in Jacksonville, and they are technically a road favorite. The Saints are the considered the home team in that game. Green Bay laying four points. That had just over 1,000 selections in the Circa Millions. And then finally, the home dog, the Las Vegas Raiders, right here at Allegiant Stadium, taking place on Monday night. And they're getting four points here in the Circa Contest. They had just over 1,000 selections as well. What are your thoughts about the consensus, James? And, uh, of course, on the other side here in the final segment, we'll talk about those Las Vegas Raiders. But uh, any initial reaction to the top five there in the Circa Millions? Well, first first reaction I have is a lot of chalk. Outside of the Raiders being the the only dog on this card, uh, laying pretty heavy chalk. You're talking about the Niners on the road. I typically am not one that like I always gravitate more towards dogs when I look at these numbers. Doesn't mean I won't play favorites, but I don't like playing favorites and laying points on the road. You're looking at the 49ers laying seven and a half on the road, and I know Detroit is a, uh, another team that needed a complete makeover, and it's going to be a struggle all season long for the Detroit Lions. But uh, I think that's probably what jumps off to me. Me right away Brady is looking at of the top five four of them are favorites yeah and I, I you know you could make a case that the 49ers were a good pick because the line is different now I mean we talked about uh, we talked with Matt Meiselman at DraftKings they were all the way up to nine and a half so maybe there's some value there but I'm with you I think if I had to bet this game, I would actually take the Lions. And I'm a 49er fan, and you know I don't have high hopes for uh, the Detroit Lions this season. Their offensive line ought to be pretty decent. Of course, they have Penny Sewell there. They drafted out of Oregon. He's had a little bit of trouble in the preseason, but I think uh, he'll grow up and he'll figure this out. He's supposed to be an outstanding player, and I think he'll get there. And their defensive line isn't that bad either. We'll see if Dan Campbell can uh, stay within the number here as he gets his season kicked off in Detroit, now catching as high as nine and a half points. Maybe it'll get up to double digits there for the home dog, Detroit Lions. We'll come back and wrap up the program here. James Salinas and Brady Cannon in the Pro Football Blitz. We'll talk to Monday Nighter with the Las Vegas Raiders and the Baltimore Ravens. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. This is a new feature. It gives you insights on where the money and the bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match in the public opinion. Data is available for money line, totals, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to help you make a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you in the Pro Football Blitz, getting ready for Sunday, opening week, week one of the NFL 2021 schedule, going over contest strategy, injuries, best bets, you name it, taking a deep dive into NFL football, and James will, James and I will be doing it each and every week here at VSIN. James, we've got one more game that we have yet to cover, and that is the Monday Nighter. And boy, is this a big occasion for Las Vegas. I'm telling you, you were here uh, in Las Vegas recently, and now you're back home, of course, in Colorado. But uh, you can feel the buzz out here in Las Vegas for this first game that'll actually have a, a regular season game that'll actually have fans for our new team, the Las Vegas Raiders, and they welcome the Baltimore Ravens to town. And, of course, the Ravens are a road favorite. The Raiders, uh, a very popular selection in the Circa Millions contest. They are a home dog catching four, four and a half points. The Ravens have been just decimated by injury at the running back position. I, I just hate to see this year in and year out. Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins. Uh, it's an awful story there, but Lamar Jackson and John Harbaugh coming to town, laying the wood. What do you think, Mr. Salinas? 
I like the other. I like the other side. I'll take it. I'll take the four where it's sitting. That's pretty much consensus out here in Colorado for this Monday night game with the Raiders opening night there at Allegiant Stadium, where fans will finally be allowed in the stands for Monday night. I think it's going to be an electric atmosphere. And you mentioned all the injuries for the really unfortunate situation for Baltimore at the running back position, as well as they've got some other injuries. Derek Wolf is not going to play. He's already been listed as he is out with a back injury. Lost Marcus. Peters to an ACL so one corner is down Jimmy Smith the other corner has been limited throughout practice this week we'll see what his status is coming Monday night but really banged up team beyond just the running backs and this was a team that was already you know what their identity is they're going to run the football now Lamar Jackson is their best running back in a sense um I think they wanted to find a little more balance in the passing game, but now how does that, how did the loss of uh, the, the depth now of this running back situation for the Ravens, how does that affect their passing game now? And I just think it's going to be a struggle for the Ravens, not only from that standpoint of the injuries that they have, but where is the mindset right now? This is a team that had high expectations rolling in and just one injury after another, after another. Now Harbaugh is a really terrific coach. I'm not saying that, the, that Baltimore's throwing in the towel and they're going to tank here. They're, you know, rally next man up all those good cliches when it comes to injuries. But sometimes there's only so many, there's a reason why they have the depth and next man up is not going to be what they had at the top of the rotation when it comes to the running back position and cornerback position for that sake. So a lot of injuries, a lot of distractions, just a lot of things going on right now for, for the Ravens and, I think it's just a tough spot. This is a really tough spot to go on the road on Monday night with the injuries that you've sustained against Oakland. Now, Oakland, what is their weakness? We know it's the we know it's the secondary. It's stopping the pass, but that is not the strength of the Baltimore Ravens in this matchup. So, is that something that the Ravens can really exploit? I don't think so. I don't think that Lamar Jackson. We know what he is, and it's not going to be his acumen for consistently being accurate throwing the football down the field. I just don't see it. We haven't seen it throughout his career, and even though the the second for the Raiders is the weakest link on that defense. I think it's still going to be a matchup that I don't love the matchup for the Raiders in any given passing situation here, but I love the matchup at home for the Las Vegas Raiders being a home underdog on Monday night plus the four. I'll take the points. Yeah, going to be a big emotional situation for not only the team, but the the town as well. I think uh, you'll be able to feel that enthusiasm quite a bit from the kickoff. And maybe that maybe you kind of feed off that angle as well, and you bet the Raiders in the first half or something like that, where they're really feeding off of that emotion uh, if you don't want to get involved for the entire game. But you mentioned the Baltimore Ravens uh, trying to kind of implement more of a passing game with Lamar Jackson. They've had injuries at the wide receiver position in the preseason, yeah. too. It's it's really a tough situation for the Ravens, and there's more reasons than just the ones that you point out, James. It's also their third straight road game. They played their last two preseason games on the road. So this is their third straight game on the road. That's a tough situation. And next week, they go play, by the way, on a short week off of a Monday night, they play the Kansas City Chiefs, who Lamar Jackson has never been able to beat in his career. So it's hard to say it's a look-ahead spot because everybody's focused on Monday night. And I know John Harbaugh, as you mentioned, and I agree, is – I'd say probably the second best coach in the NFL, and I imagine he won't have his team looking ahead. But the fact is, the you know AFC champion is on the schedule on deck for these Baltimore Ravens, and uh, I'm sure they have seen that, and that will be on their minds at least at some point. Absolutely, and just thinking here of yeah, you know, they've got some holes on the defensive side. I know they're very physical up front, and and love their front three up there. You think about Williams and especially Calais Campbell. What a disruptor! He's he's just the size that he brings, and man, just what a what a bear he is up front. But aside from their from their pass rush and being able to you know clog up the middle on some of these running plays. The secondary is a lot of question marks for the secondary for me with this Baltimore team, as well as the linebacker position. It's young. They're young at linebacker, pretty inexperienced at linebacker. And what is the game plan, Brady, going to look like for the Raiders? I know they've had a lot of transition, too, especially on the offensive line. It's not the offensive line that we've seen in the past, but... 
Thinking about that offense for the Raiders, Derek Carr, this is his big year to have to to try to carry this team somewhat, but I think they're going to have to need to run the football, and this offensive line, are they prepared to be able to do that? Because I think there's, with the with the way that they've got the depth with their beyond Jacobs and be able to run the football consistently, I think we're going to see more of a power game out of the Raiders again. I know they had a lot of injuries to the offensive line last year. I'm not sure if Incognito is going to be available for this game on Monday night. We'll have to check his status as well, but I think here it's just a, it's a I, I like I favor the matchup, but I really favor the spot. It's more so the spot for me, Brady, on Monday night at home. All the injuries that have been sustained by the Ravens, and we're still sitting here at four points. Again, I I, I really like the dog situation in this spot. Home dog on a Monday night, especially now it's the first game and how live it is out there and how the you could feel really feel like you said I was out there recently and the energy and the buzz that's around the around town there in Las Vegas in particular for Monday night and the Las Vegas Raiders going to be an electric atmosphere. Love the home dog in this spot. Yeah, there's a lot you can pick on about the Las Vegas Raiders. I, I don't think the organization is one of the better ones in the NFL. I think John Gruden is a fantastic offensive mind. I don't know if he's the best head coach around. His record is awful here with the Las Vegas Raiders, but the man really is able to get up and rise to an occasion. If you look at his record, he plays against good teams very well. He's got a 500 or better record against some of the better teams. We saw him almost sweep the Chiefs last year. So I think this is a type of situation where John Gruden and the Las Vegas Raiders ought to flourish. All right, James, uh, just a couple minutes left here in the program. Let's take a look back at our best bets. We looked at them earlier in the show in hour number two. I will start with you. What is uh, one play you're going to be, be making or have already made for sure for week one on Sunday? Start with the Washington football team early game out there in Washington. I think this is going to be a fan base. They have a great fan base out there in Washington. Haven't had a whole lot to root for oh, for really, what, the last two decades in a sense. But I think here... The Think of the optimism that's there. All the work that Coach Rivera did coming over last year to fix and change the culture of that Washington football team, not only on the field, a lot of things swirling around off the field, and it started at the ownership level and at the front office. Uh, they've righted that. He's fixed that, and guys know who they are. They know their roles and responsibilities, and I think this is a team that loved the defensive front for Washington football team. Going against, yeah, and they've upgraded the talent have the Chargers on the offensive line, but this is week one, and you're going on the road. It's going to take some time for that offensive line to have some cohesion. Four new starters for that offensive line for the Chargers and the young quarterback back there, Herbert. And I really like what we saw out of Herbert last year. Big arm, stands tall in the pocket, makes all the throws, likes to get the ball down the field, but in this sense here, is he going to have the time for those routes to develop to get the ball down the field? I don't really think so. I love the matchup for the Washington football team up front. I think they're going to be in the backfield all day long against this new offensive line for the Chargers. So at a small price, it was $1.15 was the money line. That's, I didn't lay the one, which is where it currently sits in favor of the football team. I just laid the extra five cents, $1.15 money line. Justin Herbert in his rookie campaign, 0-4-1 against the spread against head coaches that were former defensive coordinators. And, of course, that fits the role of Ron Rivera, the head man for the Washington football team. Uh, one of my best bets for the week, James, is the New England Patriots, and I was able to lay two and a half points. I don't think it's going to get back there. There still are threes out there, threes with some juice attached, three minus 120 or even three minus 125. Uh, but I like that play. I think they will take it to the Miami Dolphins in week one. At three and a half, I would not play it. Uh, not a play for me on the New England Patriots at three and a half. My friend, that's going to do it. You enjoy football, and best of luck to you in the Circa Millions and the Westgate Super Contest, James. Same to you, my friend. We'll do it again on Sunday. All right. Sounds great. We will indeed. It's the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you place your next bet, visit vsin.com for all the latest data and powerful betting tools. Start with our live odds, team comparisons, and previews for every game on the schedule. Then dive deeper with live tracking of betting trends and line movements. And don't miss our unique tools, including odds comparisons from sportsbooks across the country, prop bet search engine, and custom parlay calculator. Everything you need to increase your betting knowledge and confidence is at your fingertips. Visit vsin.com.
VEASAN.com today. This is VEASAN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN experts live and breathe sports betting, and we've assembled the best team here in Vegas, the gambling capital of the world. Our unique approach helps you learn how to become a better handicapper. We go beyond picks and predictions to discuss the numbers and analysis that matter to sports bettors. The action never stops, and we are always on for you with TV, radio, and digital coverage. Invest in your sports betting success. Visit vcin.com to learn more. New to vcin, the best way to learn more about sports betting and how vcin can help you is to sign up for our free daily email. You'll receive an email every morning with show highlights and expert insights. Sign up for free today at vcin.com slash email. That's vsin.com slash email. New to vcin, the best way to learn more about sports betting and how vcin can help you is to sign up for our free daily email. You'll receive an email every morning with show highlights and expert insights. Sign up for free today at vcin.com slash email that's vsin.com slash email this is vcin the sports betting network whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book vcin is here to help you improve your sports betting skills vcin has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle of every game so you can make the most informed wagering decisions the VSIN approach is simple. The more you know as a sports better, the better chance you have to succeed. We cover every sport from the better's perspective, and we bring that excitement, experience, nail-biting agony, and of course, the pure fun of the action to our broadcasts. VSIN also has unparalleled digital resources on vsin.com and our mobile app. Plus, our daily emails bring you today's biggest stories and Point Spread Weekly delivers in-depth coverage of the biggest betting events of the week. This is VEASAN, the sports betting network. If you didn't catch VEASAN last week, here's some of what you missed. This is interesting right here to me about these bets we can get to. Um, DraftKings has match bets, kind of like golf. You know, you can match up players and, and bet that way. So uh, I'm going to throw some combinations to you. Uh, match bet style from a standpoint of these quarterbacks who will throw the uh, most yards here. So you got Baker Mayfield minus 115 versus Sam Darnold minus 115. Who do you like right there? Ooh, so first off, Pritch, with these matchup odds, they're both minus 115. So mm -hmm. again, this is kind of a pick em type spot here uh, without a clear edge based on the juice. But I'm going to go Baker Mayfield. Uh, of course, I'm really high on the, the Browns in general. Over 10.5 win total is a bet I've already made. But I think with Baker, um, you know, obviously the familiarity in the system, uh, he's now going into a contract year. I don't think you can, uh, you know, underestimate that. He's If he plays well, he sees big, big money after the end of this year and hopefully probably staying with, uh, with Cleveland here. But also, you know, getting back Odell Beckham, you know, again, that's a guy that uh, bring him back into the mix. Got a great offensive line to protect you. You got a good running game. Uh, but with Odell coming back, that's a deep threat that you didn't have last uh, most of last year. You still have Jarvis Landry. Uh, some of these other wide receivers, I think, could make could make a mark here. Uh, but also going with Stefanski year two. Uh, now you've, you've, you've had a, some experience under your belt. They kind of know each other a little bit better. My concern with Darnold is obviously injuries. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hi, everybody. Welcome in. It is VSIN Bet Center on a Saturday night, taking you live through the next seven hours. That's right. Can you believe it, Jeff Parle? Seven hours of coverage on your Saturday night college football, the main talking point, at least to start up. We'll also get into some NFL previews, turn the ship over to Greg Peterson for the final three hours as we are with you, at least Jeff Parles and myself, Ben Wilson, for the next four, 9 p.m., 1 a.m. Eastern time. It's uh, the same show, but new, new intro. Thanks, Brent Musburger. Shout out, Brent. Same people, a new producer, Wyatt Tomczyk, our man behind the glass. And, Jeff, this will be a lot of fun, man. Week two college football, we get to dive right in. We'll have a little Pac-12 after dark. And we've got some big-name teams currently trying to avoid laying eggs right now, but not. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.